Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about anemia. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com in the hematology section or in the hematology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's jump straight in. Anemia is defined as a low level of hemoglobin in the blood. And this is a result of an underlying disease and it's not a disease in itself. The prefix an means without, and then the suffix emia refers to blood. Hemoglobin is a protein that's found inside red blood cells, and this hemoglobin is responsible for picking up oxygen in the lungs and transporting it through the blood to the cells of the body where it's used. Iron is an essential ingredient in creating the hemoglobin, and it forms part of the structure of the molecule. When a patient has a low level of hemoglobin, This is called anemia. You can diagnose a patient with anemia when they have a low hemoglobin on their full blood count. When you find an anemic patient, the next step is to check the mean cell volume. And this is the average cell volume of the red blood cells, or essentially just the size of the red blood cells. So first we'll start with giving you some normal ranges. So the normal range roughly for women, and this is dependent on the individual labs where the hemoglobin is checked. But for women, it's 120 to 165 grams per litre of hemoglobin. So under 120 would be anemic. For men, it's 130 to 180 grams per litre, so a bit higher than women. Then the mean cell volume is the same for men and women, and this is 80 to 100 femtolitres. Just remember 80 to 100. So if you have somebody who's got a mean cell volume less than 80, this means they have a microcytic anemia, micro meaning small and cytic referring to the cells. If their mean cell volume is between 80 and 100, they have a normocytic anemia. And if they have a mean cell volume above 100, it's a macrocytic anemia. So essentially we can subdivide anemia into three main categories based on the size of the red blood cells. Microcytic anemias, normocytic anemias and macrocytic anemias. Once you know which type of anemia it is, you can then start to determine what the cause is. So let's start with microcytic anemias. And a helpful mnemonic for understanding the causes of microcytic anemia is TAILS, T-A-I-L-S. T is for thalassemia. A is for anemia of chronic disease. I is for iron deficiency anemia. L is for lead poisoning. And S is for sideroblastic anemia. Really the main one you need to focus on if you find somebody who has microcytic anemia is iron deficiency, as this is far and away the most common cause. Next let's talk about normocytic anemias. And for normocytic anemia there's three A's and two H's. The three A's are acute blood loss, anemia of chronic disease, and aplastic anemia. And the two H's are hemolytic anemia and hypothyroidism, or low thyroid. Next, let's go through the macrocytic anemia causes. And macrocytic anemia can actually be broken down again into megaloblastic anemia and normoblastic anemia. Megaloblastic anemia is a result of impaired DNA synthesis which prevents the cell from dividing normally. 
And so instead of dividing into two different cells, it continues to keep growing into a larger abnormal cell. And megaloblastic anemia is caused by vitamin deficiency. And this would either be B12 deficiency or folate deficiency. Normoblastic anemia is caused by alcohol, which is a key cause you need to remember. And when you have a patient with alcoholic liver disease or alcohol excess, look at the MCV and check whether it's enlarged. It can also be caused by reticulocytosis, which is where you have a hemolytic anemia or blood loss and the bone marrow is creating reticulocytes, which are a bit bigger than normal red blood cells. It can also be caused by hypothyroidism, liver disease and medications like azathioprine. So how does anemia present? Well, there's many generic symptoms of anemia that are quite non-specific, And this is things like tiredness, shortness of breath, headaches, dizziness, palpitations, and worsening of other conditions like angina or heart failure or peripheral vascular disease because you're not able to get enough oxygen to those tissues that are already slightly struggling. There are a few symptoms that like to come up in exams that are specific to iron deficiency anemia. So these are things that are worth paying attention to and remembering. One of them is PICA. That's spelled P-I-C-A. And it describes dietary cravings for abnormal things, such as dirt. And it can signify iron deficiency. So in your exams, if there's a child who keeps eating dirt, Think whether that child has iron deficiency anemia. Another specific symptom of iron deficiency anemia is hair loss. And this is gradual patchy hair loss. And this can indicate iron deficiency anemia as well. So if you're examining a patient, what would be the signs of anemia? Well, there's a few generic signs of anemia. One is pale skin. Next is conjunctival pallor. So you'll learn how to ask a patient to pull down their lower eyelid and look into their conjunctiva to see if it's a nice pink colour or whether it's pale signifying anemia. Significant anemia can cause tachycardia or fast heart rate and also a raised respiratory rate. There's a few signs that are specific to certain causes of anemia, so they can be helpful in determining the cause. Coilinichia, which is spoon-shaped nails, can indicate iron deficiency. Angular chelitis, which is irritation on the corners of the mouth, can indicate iron deficiency. Atrophic glossitis, which is a smooth tongue due to atrophy of the papilla, can indicate iron deficiency. Brittle hair and brittle nails can indicate iron deficiency. Jaundice indicates a hemolytic anemia because as those red blood cells are broken down, they release bilirubin into the blood and cause a jaundice. Bone deformities can occur in thalassemia. And then in a patient who has anemia of chronic disease, secondary to chronic kidney disease, you might find edema, hypertension, and excoriations on the skin or scratches on the skin because they're itchy from having a high urea level in the blood. Next, we'll talk about how we investigate somebody who has anemia. So first, we want to do some initial investigations to establish the anemia and then to look for the cause. So this would include a hemoglobin, a mean cell volume or MCV to check the size of the red blood cells, B12 level, folate level, ferritin level, and a blood film to look for any abnormal inclusions in the blood. A few further investigations you might consider. The first is an esophagogastroduodenoscopy or OGD, 
which is basically an endoscopy to look into the stomach and duodenum, as well as a colonoscopy would be required to investigate for a gastrointestinal cause of unexplained iron deficiency anemia. And this would be done on an urgent cancer referral for suspected gastrointestinal cancer. And this is because when we can't explain the iron deficiency anemia, for example, there's not somebody who's having heavy menstrual periods or who's had repeated blood loss for some other reason, then we need to work out where that bleeding is coming from. And the most likely cause is from the gastrointestinal tract, from some slow bleeding related to a gastrointestinal cancer. And sometimes iron deficiency is the only clue to the gastrointestinal cancer. The other investigation you might require is a bone marrow biopsy. But this is usually only done when you need to investigate further as to whether there's a bone marrow problem that's causing the anemia. So thanks for listening to this episode on anemia. If you found it helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other podcast episode topics in one place, Head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. If you don't fancy spending any money, you can get all the notes as well as videos, illustrations, questions and more completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in to the next episode where we'll look in more detail at iron deficiency anemia.